Hello everyone and welcome to episode 14 of Own the Road with Auto Trader, where we make car stuff simple for Canadians. My name is Jody Lai and I'm Auto Trader's Editor-in-Chief. And I'm Auto Trader's Road Test Editor, Dan Alika, and we have a special guest with us. We do. Today. In the studio today is Jennifer Gray. Um, you are an ice racer, correct? I am, yeah. So hey everyone, my name's Jen. I race cars on ice like a crazy person every winter. <laughs> I think that is so cool. Um, so for people who don't know, what the heck is ice racing and why do you do it? Yeah, so my kind of running joke that I tell people when they ask me this question is it's pretty much exactly what it sounds like. We are racing on ice. Um, it's pretty much just drifting the whole way around, but we're also door-to-door -door racing um, anywhere between 15 and 20 cars on track at a time. Um, we run spec Lexus IS300 cars, so we're all the same, uh, minimal adjustments necessary. And yeah, we just go out and have a blast for six weekends every winter. That sounds like so much fun. So I, I don't have a lot of experience with ice racing. I mm -hmm. did one winter driving performance course and yep. it was so fun, uh, mostly because I was going so slow. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, I always joke that it's the most fun you can have while going that slow, but yes. that's obviously not what you're doing, right? Right, yeah, so we, we get some pretty good speed. So we race up in Minden, Ontario, up in kind of cottage country, north northern Ontario. Um, we're lucky enough that we have the great Kinsman Club up in Minden. They plow a track for us and flood it every weekend. Um, so we have super competitive track, wide enough that we can fit even up to three cars beside each other at a time. Um, we reverse direction every weekend, so it's kind of always something new. Uh, my favorite part actually about it is that you're always changing conditions because the weather's changing, the track's changing, it's never the same lap after lap, so you're constantly having to adapt and change. Mm -hmm. So I find that that's actually helping my driving even on the normal road um, because I'm becoming more of an adaptive driver, um, more, more able to predict kind of what's going to happen and what to do in each kind of situation. So not only is it fun, it's also helpful and beneficial to driving skills. So everyone should be doing ice racing. How did you, so I mean, if we back it up, mm -hmm. um, how did you kind of get started even before ice racing? Obviously that's not something that you just go, Hey, you know, I, I, I want to get out on a, on a flooded, yeah. you know, not parking really. lot or river or lake, <laughs> yeah. right? So how did you get started in kind of motorsports in, in general? Yeah. So actually growing up, I wasn't super into cars. My dad really was, and he always wanted me to get into cars, but I was never super interested um, until I started driving myself. So 15, 16 hit, I bought my first car and I was like, Oh, this driving thing, this is pretty neat. Wait, so. we got to pause. What was your first car? Uh, my first car was a little Mercedes B200 Turbo. Nice. Oh, yeah, a little hatchback. Sweet. Yeah, Hatchie was her name. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, I painted her with Plasti Dip. She was super cool. Sweet. Um, so I was kind of a crazy driver starting out. I realized that I liked speed and going fast pretty much right off the bat. Um, and since my dad was always a racing fan, we used to go to Canadian Tire Motorsport Park in Bowmanville quite often just to watch the races. And I was like, you know what? Like, this is cool. I'd love to do this. But I always thought that racing was was like so far to my league in terms of pricing and there's no way I could get into it. I was already 18 at this point and I was like, oh, it's too late. Um, but we ended up wandering down to the go-karting track actually one day while we were there, um, met some amazing people. It's a great community. Um, and that's kind of where I started. I realized that it was kind of within reach um, financially and kind of even with my age. So I did go-karting for a couple of years. Um, and from there, I actually met someone who was doing ice racing. I had no idea what it was. 
Um, and they introduced me to Russ Bond. Shout out to Russ. Um, he got me into ice racing further. And Russ has actually been a great mentor to me in general. He's given me lots of opportunities. It's been awesome. So he was running a kind of spec Lexus program at the time. It was the first year. Um, so I kind of got on board right off the bat, which was awesome. Um, that was in 2019. So that was our first season. I rented my first car um, from another driver who was driving at the time. Um, and then I was like, wow, this is this is awesome. This is exactly what I want to be doing. Um, I really fell in love with the sport and the community's great. Everyone's so awesome. Um, so yeah, I've been doing it for three years after that. I bought my car in 2020. My uh, current car, it's still my car. My dad and I painted it bright pink. It was awesome. Nice. Perfect. Um, my second year, I kind of actually started to figure out ice racing a lot more. I was lucky enough to kind of get some coaching and lessons from some ice racing veterans and that really helped. And um, we're actually allowed passengers. So my dad came with me most of the races. So he was learning too and helping me out. Um, and then uh, our third year, which was this past season, we skipped a year for COVID um, was kind of when I decided, you know what, I'm kind of grasping the concept. I'm comfortable in the car. I don't feel like I'm out of control the whole time now. Um, so I went for it and lucky enough, I won the championship. So that was kind of where we're at now. And that's my amazing. dad's now racing with me too, which oh, is that's awesome. Super so. Well, congratulations yeah. on you your so first much. championship. Thanks. That's yes, major. I know. It was awesome. It was a tough year. We had some good competition, but great guys is always, always fun racing with everyone. Everyone's super respectful. And even though it's competitive, it's lighthearted and everyone's coming off laughing and having a good time. So that's, that's the best part of it for sure. That's fun, perfect. Fun fact, probably like five years ago, Russ and I, so we used to work together on, on motoring TV Yeah. and we were in Gimli, Manitoba for the AMG winter sporting Academy. Okay. Yep. And they had this like figure eight. Um, and we were, it was like a contest and we weren't like, you know, wheel to wheel, but it was, mm -hmm. but we were, you know, it was timed, time lap sessions. And I came so close to beating Russ <laughs> and Russ said to me, and I don't know if you admit this after the fact, but he was like, I was actually nervous. <laughs> That you would was, beat him? Yeah, we were in, in C63 oh, uh, so cool. S's, you know, so it was like 650 horsepower to the rear wheels. It was <laughs> yeah. like absolutely silly. And I came this close and it was the only time on one of those programs that I ever was like crushed that I didn't <laughs> win because yeah. it's like, you know, I've known Russ for years and worked worked with him for so long. Anyways, that's my ice racing uh, well, story. It would have been that's fun awesome. to beat him because he has so much more experience yeah. doing it, right? That, AKA he's old. <laughs> <laughs> Burn. <laughs> That's awesome. You got to never let him live that down. Never. You almost yeah, I know. Yeah. 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 That's <laughs> yeah. hilarious. That so is. like, what was your first time ice racing like? Like you obviously fell in love with it right away. But mm -hmm. like, what did you feel when you were behind the wheel, like going around in circles? <laughs> yeah. So obviously most normal people don't know what it's like to slide a car, don't know the feeling. So same goes for me. I had no idea what it was going to be like. And speaking of Russ, he uh, there's there's a practice session before the races start and he goes no, no no you guys you don't need to go for practice don't do that it's a waste of time just go right into the race so I'm like all wow. right like, so that's we aggressive go, we go right into the race um and I still remember the first weekend the weather was really bad so it was like the worst possible first race that I could have had but it gave me good experience so it was good in the long run but I just remember like the concept of kind of the slide and then catching it before you kind of keep going is 
basically the hardest kind of concept that it, it is for people to grasp. But my dad, um, he'd never raced before, but he has a lot more driving experience than me, obviously, and did a lot of equally stupid things when he was younger. So he, uh, he kind of taught me, you know, like that point of where it's going to snap and when you have to catch it. And basically, once you understand that, it's super easy to keep the car in control. And at that point, it's just steering with your foot almost with the throttle, um, which is also what he taught me. So that was kind of my first experience. Um, the only time that I had before the race, we were just in the parking lot. I was just doing donuts to kind of figure out the car. But other than that, yeah, we just went right into the deep end. And I just remember thinking it was so fun. And and yeah, it was just a great learning experience. And everything from there, it's just been, I still am learning. It's, it's only my third, well, going into my fourth year now. So there's still lots to learn. There's guys there that have been doing it for like 20, 30 years. So lots to learn from them. I always go bother them and ask them for advice and tips. And yeah, so it's awesome and super thankful for all the guys that helped me as well that's cool yeah i i find it's like very much like a metronome and once mm-hmm. you figure out yes. that kind of like rhythm exactly. that's you know and, and sometimes it works really well mm-hmm. but conditions play such a factor too that yep. you just like it's harder to kind of catch that yeah exactly. but but that's kind of like i think like the one secret like is is just getting that kind of feel for it and once you can kind of master that it it makes it at least a lot more like predictable when you're out there yeah exactly so like I said even up to up until this year I always kind of felt like I was a bit out of control and I wasn't a hundred percent sure what the car was going to do but this year I felt like I could push the car super hard without being out of control and I kind of knew what it was going to do and it was becoming a lot more predictable so that just comes with experience and practice Um, and then obviously yeah there's there's unforeseen conditions like track conditions or if there's a car in the way you can't always keep that rhythm but um, especially when you're on track alone you can you can have a lot of fun which I did in the last race I'd already won the championship so I started at the back and just was just sliding around the whole thing and it was super fun but yeah yeah. that's so fun (laughs) like what's going through your mind when you're in like the middle of a race Mm -hmm. and like the conditions are crazy like what's what are you thinking of I'm pretty much I'm always thinking ahead so that's kind of like the the biggest tip that I have even for just driving in general think ahead and look ahead keep your vision far ahead I'm kind of thinking of where everyone's at what the track is doing Um, I'm actually looking at the track so one of the ice racing veterans Scott he taught me um, to kind of look for the shiny versus like the more Mm. dull patches of track so anything that's kind of covered with snow is a little bit more grippy than the obviously slippery icy parts so I'm looking for that Um, yeah obviously keeping in mind who's behind me who's in front of me now that I know everyone and I kind of know driving styles it's a little bit more predictable I can set things up almost like three four corners in advance when I see that I'm coming up to someone so other than that I'm just having fun and have my music on usually we have radio still in the car nice. so yeah just pretty much having a blast yeah. that's cool what's your hype music like what do you oh play my gosh so honestly my car the first couple of years it was letting me burn CDs and play it in the car but now for some reason my CDs don't work <laughs> so I went to like value village or something in Minden or close by this past year and got like 70s and 80s like greatest hits CDs and I'm just jamming out to like Eye of the Tiger and just blasting It's just it more all. stuff for you to talk uh, <laughs> with Russ about. So exactly. You guys share exactly. So and ironically great, actually right? the, uh, the guy that I bought my current ice racer from, Scott, who's also taught me a lot, he left a bunch of CDs in the car as well so it's all just like old Canadian music and bluegrass stuff nice. and just sitting there jamming out yeah on nice. the grid and yeah. That's yeah, so awesome. fun. Yeah, um, it's great. 
I assume there aren't a lot of women in ice racing. Is that true, or am I just like crazy? Yeah, um, we're getting more. We're getting more into it um, with women, and honestly, like I love to see more women getting into it. We have. I'm trying to think in the full. This past year in my class, there was no other women, but in the whole series in general, we have about 12 different classes. Um, there's probably maybe four or five um, women compared to like 90 men. So wow. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's good though. We've we've I've seen more young women get into it, so it's awesome um, to see because I find that it. People think that there's like a huge, a huge difference um, when it comes to like male-dominated sports and women in male-dominated sports. But honestly, once we all get in the cars, it's a level playing field. It's all the same. We're all racing just as hard, um, and everyone's given me a ton of respect. Um, so that's awesome. Um, as a woman in in the sport, I've never had an issue with anyone um, with that. So yeah, if any women want to get involved, let me know because I'd love to to help. Why don't you get, get show show to your your you know Instagram or whatever people can look you up. So yeah, of course. So if if anyone wants to get into ice racing or racing in general, just has general questions for me, my Instagram is Jen Gray with two underscores at the end. Um, so yeah, reach out to me. Um, I'd love to get anyone into it. Even if you just want to kind of refine your driving skills, I do coaching as well. So yeah, hit me up and uh, I'd love to get anyone who wants to get into it, um, into it. I do have rental cars as well available this year. So yeah, let me know. Very cool. And so, you know, you talked a little bit about, about how that, um, racing experience has translated onto the road. Mm-hmm. Um, that's obviously something, you know, across Canada, wintertime yeah. comes, it seems like, you know, every November, everyone forgets what it's like <laughs> yes. to, to yes. drive in the wintertime. Um, so what kind of like tips can you share that maybe you helped, you know, refine on the ice racing circuit mm-hmm. that you've been able to, to bring onto the road? Yeah, definitely. So kind of my, my biggest tip, like I was saying earlier, keep looking ahead, always think ahead. Um, and kind of the main other main tip that I have for people is um, target fixation. So this is something that not a lot of people think about, um, but everyone does it, including myself. Um, So if you're in a situation where you're sliding or skidding, um, a lot of people tend to look at the thing that they're trying to avoid. So they're looking at the guardrail, they're looking at another car and they're panicking. Um, They're thinking, oh, I can't hit this, I can't hit this, but it's actually the opposite. Um, So by nature, if we're looking at something, our hands and our body are gonna go towards it. if you're in a car and you're starting to slide and you're looking at the wall, you're going to oh go right into it. So try not to target fixate. Uh, look where you want to go, not where you don't want to go, because ultimately where you're looking is where you're going to go. So keep looking ahead. And that's that's pretty much what's helped me. Um, the, the few times that I've got stuck in the snowbanks and hit other cars in ice racing is when I'm looking at it because yeah. I'm like, oh, I can't hit this. But you go right into it most times. So, yeah. It's crazy yeah. how like not intuitive that is. Yeah. Right? Like, I remember when I was learning how to ride a motorcycle and I had a tendency to keep looking at the handlebars and that was like the worst thing to do. But the moment I looked up and Mm -hmm. looked further down the road, it like something like a light bulb went off and I was like, oh, I I understand this now. (laughs) Same goes for even when you're driving. A lot of people look right at the car in front of them and not at anything else. Um, But what you actually want to do is look more at the horizon and your peripheral will pick up if the car in front of you is braking or someone's lane changing. If you're just fixated solely on the car in front of you, you're you're probably not going to see even anything else or anything that happens far ahead. So that's pretty much the biggest kind of thing that I've learned. Um, And otherwise, it's kind of just getting 
hanging out and getting the experience, my biggest recommendation for people would be to go find whatever local kind of winter driving school you have. Um, we, we do offer one up in Minden as well, um, if anyone wants more info on that. But um, kind of just doing it and feeling what it's like to slide a car is going to be your biggest kind of helpful factor. Mm -hmm. um, because like I said earlier, pretty much no one really knows what it's feels like until they do it and usually at that point it's like an emergency situation yeah. so might as well do it before I feel a lot more confident now that I know what the car is going to do if it starts sliding on the road so yeah just just get out and do it under safe circumstances of course but um, I also yeah. find like ice racing is that great um example of the fact that people over you know overvalue all-wheel drive right yes, um yes. and and nowhere does that kind of you know there's no bigger case in point than on the ice when you're driving yeah. a rear-wheel drive car yes. that you know it's not about like traction and grip are so different and yeah. it doesn't matter how many wheels you're driving nope. car control <laughs> you know, it, it's it's completely different than, than where the power's going, right? Yeah, like exactly. So in an all-wheel drive car, yes, you have all four wheels like powered and driving, but like I say, it's all-wheel drive, not all-wheel stop. So when you're trying to stop, everything's the same at that point. And it's giving the car more power is really not gonna gonna do much, depending on like what, what drivetrain you're on. But um, other than that, yeah, like people get, I think, overconfident if they think they have like a big truck with four-wheel drive or whatever, but also Ultimately, it's going to slide the exact same as like a little Corolla would once you hit black ice. So. Hey, Joseph, a little Corolla. <laughs> Joseph Joseph owns a, a Corolla with like 300,000 miles on it. Oh, and nice. It's That's like, the best kind of Corolla. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Those cars will never die on yeah, you. Absolutely. They won't. Yeah. No, we have some Corollas in ice racing. That's like a popular front wheel drive yeah. ice racer. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Parts are a dime a dozen. That's the nice thing, right? It's like... Yeah. And I think that kind of, you, you can kind of break down that, um, you were talking earlier about affordability, right? And that mm -hmm. stigma around racing, that yes. spec series, they're really good because it doesn't cost a lot mm -hmm. to, to upfit the vehicle. And then Definitely. also that inevitably, you know, when you, whatever, yes. run into <laughs> the guy beside you or whatever the case may be, it's, yep. it's a lot more affordable to replace those parts as the Definitely. season progresses. Yeah, like we run, we run pretty cheap cars. Uh, my cars were all, yeah, like under $2,000 to buy. A lot of people pick up ice racers for $500. Um, they're really easy to kind of prepare for ice racing. All you need to do is take out any kind of glass pieces other than the windows, like headlights and taillights. Mm. Um, put a little number board on the top of your car and you're pretty much good to go. Um, we don't do like any engine modifications. Um, honestly, even more power can kind of hurt you in ice racing. Um, my car last year was running down a cylinder for the whole season um it was it sounded like a diesel it was on hilarious or no no it, it just was, went um, and you were like ah oh, it still runs yeah it's so fine. so i didn't even really know because the engine lights are on in all of our cars anyway yeah. so i didn't know what the issue was we kind of figured out that it was it was and it ended up it was sucking in water and then freezing in the anyways mm. um i someone brought a scanner to the track and it had something like 16 engine codes or so there's that person would cylinder. probably be the most popular <laughs> yeah, you know it's yeah. like oh come scan yeah, mine like hook up that over DT yeah. sensor, like honestly. Yeah. So we were. I was running like there was every cylinder misfire codes, <laughs> and but it actually I think helped me because I was running down on power, so I wasn't spinning the tires as much, and I was kind of just sure, coasting yeah. around. And everyone's like, "How are you just driving around us?" I'm like, "You guys are." Even my dad will admit to he's just too gets too excited, and they just want to. They think that they'll go faster the more gas they give it, but it's actually the opposite. I'm like, calm it down. Yeah. You bear. I'm. I'm like on the days where it's really cold and the ice is really hard and slippery like 
10% throttle. Like I'm barely touching. I'm just driving around everyone and they're all confused. I'm like, guys, calm it down and you'll be good. It was the same thing like growing up playing baseball and the harder yeah. you try to throw as a pitcher, mm, yeah. like the slower the ball is actually yeah. moving. And it's the same thing, you know, on the ice, like you, yep. you need to slow it down and just kind of like focus on the mechanics yes. of the vehicle and, and exactly. that movement. And, and it'll totally like unlock that that next level of of speed outright speed around the course yes. right yeah yep. i often yep. tell people that if you're good at driving in the winter or like if you mm -hmm. can drive fast on the snow then you're automatically going to be a better driver when the yes, weather is great for sure yep if you can drive in the worst weather then you can definitely drive in the best weather <laughs> yeah for sure so like what's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you uh during a race oh that's a good question Actually, one of my, it might have been actually my first weekend. Um, it was super bad weather. Um, and I was thinking the whole time, this was probably like my third or fourth race. But yeah, first weekend, um, this was actually my only like major crash as well. So um, luckily, knock on wood. Um, but yeah, so we're coming around every lap down the straight and it's like whiteout conditions. Like I can't see anything and neither can anyone else apparently. Um, but so I'm thinking every time in my head, like, oh my God, like if there's someone stopped ahead of me, I I'm not going to be able to see them. And I'm like, well, whatever, like I'm going to keep into it. I got to keep racing. So I'm going around and I swear the next lap right after I thought that I'm going down the straight and we're right at the end where I'm probably going about like 90 kilometers an hour and suddenly yep car stopped right in front of me so I'm like maybe even like this far apart from the car I can I can just see his taillights and I, I start to kind of steer but we're on ice and I'm going fast so there's like no avoiding it I end up hitting him um, and it turns out there was like two other cars that had spun first and then we all kind of just started to pile up oh, no. luckily no one was hurt um, my car was pretty banged up that was like yeah my first repair bill good start to ice racing but <laughs> luckily nothing that bad has happened after that but it's kind of just funny to me now that I I feel like I manifested that actually because I was thinking of it so much I'm like what if someone stopped I'm not gonna right. see them and then turns out it yeah. happened because I yeah. guess you're always thinking like oh no I don't want to crash I don't yeah. want to crash <laughs> yeah. but like don't focus on that exactly focus yeah. on what's going right I guess yes <laughs> so luckily nothing too crazy after that but yeah that's probably my kind of craziest and biggest like crash story um otherwise yeah I'm trying to think if anything everything's pretty pretty predictable um Another fun story I have was this past year, um, my dad, it was one of the first weekends as well. He actually was in the lead of a race. Um, we do randomly generated grids for the first race of every weekend. So he ended up starting in first and I was starting at the back for some reason um, with another another competitor who we were kind of like neck and neck. So we were having a really good race actually. Um, and my dad's in the lead, so he's super excited. Um, so it takes me and this other guy quite a few laps to kind of make it through everyone else. So we finally get up to my dad. So he's in first and I think I'm second and the other guy's third. And he's, he's actually, I think, running a bit faster than me behind me. So I'm trying to hold him off. And he's faster, mostly in this one corner on the track. He's faster than me, I can tell. So I'm thinking, oh, this is where he's going to pass me. So I'm trying to block. And it's coming down to like the last few laps. And my dad's still in the lead. And I'm like, you know what? I got to try and like hold this guy off so my dad can win. And so I can Aww. like get second. And then like, yeah, one of the last couple laps, my dad spins and puts it right in the snowbank, right where this guy's <laughs> trying to pass me, which ended up helping me. I won the race because every time he went to pass, 
past me. My dad's sitting there in the snowbank, so he Aww. couldn't. So we come out. I'm like, you know what, Dad? At least, uh, at least you helped me win because he couldn't pass me there. Yeah, but, I mean, he didn't win. Yeah. But the second best thing is that you exactly. won. Yes. Yeah, so no, my dad picked up. He didn't. He didn't get any wins this year. But I can. He's gonna give me a run for my money next year for sure. He got second to me in the championship this year. So nice. yeah, he's, so he's going for You compete against your dad? <laughs> yeah, I do. That's so, so I, I finally convinced him to do it because he's been riding passenger with me for the last like for the first two years um so I'm like you know what like we got to get you into it and he's a bit older so he's like I can't do it like the races are pretty long he's like I'm not going to be able to to race for that long I'm like come on just try it like You're I like if him. Russ can do it you yeah, can do it exactly Dad. <laughs> so funny enough Russ actually gave my dad his number so my dad's number 55 which nice. was Russ's number yeah. which is also my dad's birth year so cool. um yeah he got the iconic Russ Bond number so nice. we, we told him that gave him some extra luck but that's fine um yeah so I convinced him to do it uh we came off after the first race and i'm like oh how was it are you tired like he's like no it went by so quick i could have kept going so of course i knew he was gonna love it and now so. he's addicted yes he just is. like you are he is yeah so we're all gonna have matching cars this year and i convinced nice. him to to run a pink car with me that's again this sweet. year so. that's so fun yeah, yeah but again you know in, in kind of like a a different way like obviously you're you're kind of leading the way that you know especially younger women that might see you out there and say hey mm -hmm. like I'm gonna give it a shot but it's also cool that your dad can do that and yes. and you know be that kind of ally that it's like look man mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with driving a pink car yeah. and like it's it's a father-daughter experience yep. and you know it's really great to see you guys have that you know, connection out on the track and be it kind is. of ambassadors for that's that's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. We we have a great time getting all the cars ready, and yeah, he uh, he loves it. I I even asked him last weekend. We were getting ready to paint the cars. Um, we're not doing fully pink, but it's a surprise. Uh, there will be pink involved. <laughs> um, but I said like, are you sure you don't mind? Like we can do something else. Like you can run a different color. He's like, no, no, like that's awesome. So yeah, he loves it. And my two uh, my two other rental cars that I'm kind of running a program with this year as well are going to be the same. So. That's awesome. All four cars are going to match and yeah, it's going to be going to be super cool. Very Do you guys cool. get super competitive with each other or it's more like a collaboration? Like It's yeah, it's kind of like both. So we do get competitive, um but we made an agreement at the beginning of the year that neither of us are going to like let each other win. I know I joked Good. about that earlier, but no, he uh I told him like if you can pass me, like go for it and yeah. same with me, like we're not letting each other each other through, but it's nice to have him out there. Um I wish that it would be so funny if we could somehow like talk to each other we're trying to figure out a way that we could like put it on the the radio or like something. a walkie-talkie like bluetooth headset yeah, I mean, yeah. You guys can just, like, yeah just chat like yeah. it's funny because i miss like having him in the car with me because normally we can run passengers um this year i think uh covid restrictions will be lifted so yeah we can run passengers again so yeah if, if anyone wants to come run passenger with me if you're but that would <laughs> also be a great way that if you, you know people that are kind of yes. like curious but they're not sure and mm -hmm. even though it's affordable like they don't really want to commit yeah you know come for a ride Definitely. kind of see what it's all about and see if yeah. it's something that they're interested in. Maybe you can exactly. get Jody out there with yeah. you. I would actually love to. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. just going to be like the whole time. <laughs> it's not as scary as you'd think, actually. We're, we're going fast, but not fast enough that you're like, oh my God, like scary. But yeah, we have a great amount of spectators that come out and young fans. And since I always have the bright like colors and stuff on my car, I even met a family this year, a, a mother and son who is, he was probably about four or five. And I, I stay connected with them 
them on Facebook, but I have the cutest little picture of him. Like he's waving at me on the track and it's just awesome when all the kids come over and think it's super cool and get chatting to everyone. And yeah, people don't realize how easy it is to get into it. So I kind of just tell them like, yeah, if, if you want any help, like I'm here to help and I'd love to see more people into the sport. That's kind of what I'm trying to focus on this year um, with the two rental cars that I picked up. I'm trying to kind of just bring more people into it in general. And even if you don't want to run the Lexus class or run in my cars, anyone can pretty much just bring whatever car they want and yeah, come have fun with us. Sweet. I did also remember one other Russ Bond story. <laughs> yeah. So when we were at that Winter Sporting Academy, they have this, it's, you know, whatever, we're there for three days and uh, they have this G-Wagon lurking oh around God. that like if you, you know, stuff it into a snowbank yeah. and they come pull you out and they keep a tally of, of who <laughs> who bins it the most times and they have a golden tow hook as oh, like yeah. a, tr and <laughs> Russ very reluctantly accepted his award for the most recoveries. He was not happy about it, but... <laughs> I mean, I think part of that is because he goes so hard, right? Yeah. Like, Yeah, he yeah. does, yeah. There's no, yeah, there's no, like, in-between with Russ. Like, he's he's always he's always going for it. He's yeah. always crazy. There's no, like, holding back for him. It's it's on or off. There's nothing else. Uh, yeah, he. but that, that's probably why he told everyone, oh, you don't need that practice <laughs> session, right? Because yeah. it's a little leg up for him. Yeah. He can't, those competitive juices are always flowing. No. And he jumps, he jumps every start. So we do yeah. standing starts, and this is, like, our running joke with Russ, too, and I love it. He's... He comes up to me after he's like, Jen, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta jump the start. What are you doing? Don't wait for him. If, if he starts to, he just starts to twitch his hand and drop the green flag. Like you go. And he's, yeah, he gets away with it, which is the awesome part. But you know, Love it's it. funny because Russ, like through all that, you know, over those years of racing, like those little tips and stuff, yeah. like, you know, he, he knows how to kind of like play inside the rules oh, yeah. that it's, awesome. it's like, Hey, you know, a little competitive advantage. Right. right? Yep. So he's a good guy to kind of, yeah, he's taught me to. so much. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us You're today, welcome. Jen. This yeah, was such a fun chat. Um, for those of you listening, we're going to have Jen back on a future episode. She's going to share some winter driving tips for you all because winter is coming. <laughs> yes. Unfortunately. Um, but till next time, thank you for joining us on own the road with auto trader. Thank you.